You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Interstate Batteries offers a wide variety of batteries for your everyday needs. Stop into one of their thousands of retail locations and talk with a battery specialist about batteries for your truck, trail cameras, and even those weird batteries for your rangefinder. Interstate Batteries even offers cell phone repair in certain locations. For more information, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin-cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast with Nate, Micah, and Andy. Back together. It's been like four months, it feels like. <laughs> first time we've been, it's been. Well, it's the first time we've recorded a show in probably before I went to Wyoming. Well, so you racked up a bunch of them before we went out yeah. west. Yep. It was like, it had to have been the beginning of August. The last one I, I recorded was Tory Cook. So whatever. That's the last one I've been on. Before you guys went to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We went to Colorado first of September. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. it's uh, October 8th. Yeah. So it's been a minute. Oh, yeah, been a little bit since any of us have done a show, let alone together. And uh, it's going to be a depressing show. <laughs> everybody nah. looks. Everybody looks forward to manage your expectations. Yeah, calibrate, folks. Calibrate. Uh, everybody looks forward to our elk trip recap. And this year it's a little different because we went different places. Um, but. Uh, it ain't going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> this show could take a long time or it could take about five seconds. <laughs> Depends on how you want to spin it. Ain't going to be great. Uh, you guys want to do sponsors real quick? Yeah, we'll do yeah, sponsors. Yeah, let's get into them. Speaking of which, um, well, we'll talk about that after. But who do you want to start with? River's Edge Tree Stands. Since they just sent us some tree stands for our the annual youth deer hunt that we help uh, sponsor. Yeah, they're all very area. generous in that. They sent us some uh, tree stands and some hats and stuff for the kids. So check them out, RiversEdgeTreeStands.com. Use the code Missouri10 for 10% off plus free shipping, which is a huge saving on any hang-on or ladder. That's always always nice. Save huge. you a little bit of coin. Uh, Lucky Buck Mineral. 
it's kind of the slow period on the mineral. They still hit it every once in a while. They're still, they're I'm, still I'm, meandering I, around yeah, it. Yeah, every once in a while. They obviously are, you don't I need, need to, to do your. Do like a little half bucket or something. Yeah, yeah I think I, about a third of a bucket probably work right, right now. Right. I think I dumped somewhere around there a couple of days ago uh, on one of my farms. <laughs> the farm at your place, Andy, I haven't mm-hmm. done that one in two months, and that camera's been dead for probably just as long. <laughs> So you don't even know. You could have a stud no, there's there. A, I have a camera running still there. Oh, do you? On an entry point. Um, could be, they could be skirting that camera then. Every deer I've ever seen throughout the summer is also on that camera. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Speaking uh, of cameras, reveal cameras. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> LuckyBuckMineral.com. Reveal cameras by Tacticam. Uh, they're awesome, man. Uh, I've been using the hell out of them. I sat in front of one the other night. <laughs> I, I I noticed that because we I share we share that camera or whatever and uh, yeah so I'm like oh he's hunting I'm like oh he's done hunting now <laughs> so that, that was kind of interesting and actually I I, fu- I found that a successful hunt we guess we can talk about it in the show right but uh, I found that even though I didn't see a deer successful from one standpoint at least but that camera kept picking me up and Mike kept getting pictures <laughs> of me. Yeah, you know, just, I, at one point I was like, "So you're leaving a little early, huh?" I I thought it was a little early, but I guess it was, it, it, if you're in the timber, it, it was uh, maybe a touch early, but there was a reason I did that. We'll talk about it later. Right. Uh, Black Ovis use the code MWW10 for ten percent off, uh, and Camo Fire. Hop on that app, which I haven't done in a few days. Uh, I got on that app every single day out in Wyoming. Oh, really? Yeah. Just checking everything. I out. had. So here's the weirdest thing about Wyoming. I had full LTE service almost everywhere I, I know, was. That's crazy. So I, I we should like, have checked to see if we could have got Wi-Fi. Got a camo fire. That Starlink going by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, the aliens. Yeah. But yeah, check them out. Both those guys on X. Use the code MWW20 for twenty percent off. It was invaluable for me. Oh, in, dude, uh, yeah. It always is in Wyoming. Yeah, just and we'll get into it. In the show or whatever, and especially the burn maps. Me and Andy were dropping pins to each other last night. Yeah, so the burn maps maps that they have. Yeah, almost perfect. Really, when we talk about that, when we see, I've never had to use that one because I've never been in a burn area. We were, and part of the mountain we were on was burned, and part wasn't. And we made a plan, and it was like almost perfect. So we can talk about that later. Onyx was instrumental in doing that. Midwest Gunworks use our code Woods Water for five percent off. Uh, I just bought actually my Arca mounts for my new Six Creed, and got those mounted up. And I know duck season's getting close. Everybody's getting all that stuff. So all of your shotgun stuff, they are, you name it, they have it. Shotgun parts, they're, man. Yeah, they're, they're Benelli really, Service Center. Yep. Yeah, they are huge on shotgun stuff. Yep, and they got like a new freaking. Their building basically doubled in size, yeah. right? Which we have not seen yet. It's just getting ready to start yeah, they're when just, we were there. Yep, they they kind of told us what they were doing, but they yep. haven't started yet. Yep. Athlon Optics, I've got a Midas Tac sitting on that six Creed. Nice, uh, nice, I have not nice. shot it yet still. but I was using my Athlon binoculars and rangefinder today. Everything worked great. They're sending some stuff for the, the kids too. Yep. I, love, I love my Athlon rangefinder. That's probably one of my favorite Dude, things. it's sweet. Yeah. It's sweet. I don't know, it's like a $200 price ranged item. And it weighs and nothing. phenomenal. Super light. It, yeah, it, it weighs nothing. Uh, Web Routefitters, webroutefitters.com. They've been doing a lot of stuff over there. I can't even keep up, honestly. Adam and Josh both killed slick hits yeah, this yeah, last weekend. Yeah, they said they both got does, so congrats uh, to them. So, good for you guys. I think that's it. Proud of you. Morel Targets. Morel Targets. Yeah. I, was, uh, I finally I shot some more 
yesterday. I was like, yeah. man, I, it's been a little bit. I need to get out there. I need to shoot some more. Those high roller targets are nice. Dude, my those big, are my favorite. I like yeah, the high my, rollers. By far. So my big high roller went out to Wyoming with me, right? Yeah. And it also served as a chair. Damn, that's Multi-purpose. Good. It's soft. You yeah. know, like it's nice and soft. Yeah. And uh, it was a nice little chair for Russell because I had a chair, but Russell didn't. And he so, didn't bring one? Nah, he's like, I don't want to take up the room. I'm like, I mean, you say that now, but you're <laughs> going to want to sit down. Yeah, like you're going to want to sit in something comfortable. <laughs> it's just kidding. I was sick. <laughs> and then he did. He sat on the high roller, and it was nice and soft. Yeah. Uh, and I think that is the... I think that's it. Everybody for today. Appreciate them all. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's get into this freaking riveting... Elk. Actually, there, a lot of shit did happen to you guys. There's a lot of stuff. And me. A lot, a lot of good, and me. A lot of, uh, lot of stuff happened, but... Uh, not it necessarily was, good. It was a lot different than what we've ever done before. So, so since you guys went first, we'll really start with... either. No, I thought it was great, honestly. Oh, oh, before we, I'm sorry, before we get into this, we were talking before we hit record. How in the F do you not know what a pumpkin bar is? I've never heard of a pumpkin bar. In your life? Never. If I have, I've forgotten about it. It's this like amazing cake type thing that has this icing on it that my wife makes. A pumpkin roll? Bar. No. It's not a bar. Not no. a roll. You know what a pumpkin roll is, yeah. though, right? Like with the cream cheese in the middle? Oh, yeah. this is basically They're probably the same similar thing. different form. Because it's okay. cream cheese on top. Okay. I assume it's cream cheese icing. So and it's a lazy pumpkin roll. Uh, you just don't roll it. <laughs> you just don't roll it. You <laughs> yeah. make it in a, a cake. It's a little thicker. Yeah, okay. it's like this big. It's like this thick. It's all started because I was a little pissed it's off. Freaking amazing. Walked into Casey's <laughs> to get my monster and a Butterfinger. Tea and lemonade and a Butterfinger. It's all you wanted. Went to the back cooler, got it. Walked past Butterfinger, got it. Picked it up, walked to the counter. Uh, sorry, I can't check you out. There's a guy in front of me. He's like, Okay, he's like, my computer went down. I was like, how about cash? I go, let's pay you cash. Nope, can't check you out at all. The whole computer system's down. I can't even ring it up. I don't walk right out. <laughs> Just like everybody all else does. Lady, all country. I want freaking monster and a Butterfinger. <laughs> my truck's filling up with gas right now. I'd, I'd, I'd have dropped six bucks on the whatever it would have cost you. Drop five dollars down and said, figure it out when I'm gone. <laughs> cut out, cut out the UPC labels for him. So, <laughs> yeah, something. So yeah, that would be pretty That's irritating. All I so now he's in a, he's in a little bitchy mood. I which am. is great. Not my monster. <laughs> Doesn't I, I do have a Dr Pepper upstairs Dude, if you'd like I it. I might have to if you'd like it. Dude, I can't do caffeine this late. I'll you, stay up. I haven't long. drank caffeine in 6 weeks. Yeah, good for you. You do look skinnier. You look like uh, a, that is something face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Looks uh, like a child. Funny enough you should say that the what was it? Today's Sunday. Thursday, I think it was Thursday morning. I weigh myself every morning just out of habit okay. before I get in the shower. <laughs> and uh, I weighed a weight that I haven't weighed in 20 years. And all I did was stop drinking pop. Yeah, that's what it does. Basically, I mean, I've had a Sprite here and there because they're caffeine free. Carbonation. Right, just some carbonation. Why start drinking this carbonated flavored water? Yeah, I've heard about that. They're gross. Like which one? Uh, so the cherry limeade one's not bad, but the pineapple one's disgusting. It depends on. There was Walmart had a brand. I that's, think it was. Yes, that's what one she's drinking. And those ones aren't bad, but like those Bublé's or whatever. Yeah, no. Bublé, those are disgusting. Yep. And there's another brand that I'm like, this is just gross. Terrible. Yeah, not, not a fan of them. Not a fan. Sounds horrible. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I weigh like. I've ne- I haven't weighed that in 20 years, and all it was was I stopped drinking caffeine, which means I stopped drinking pop, Dude, right, I, basically. I got very few vices, but uh, caffeine is one of them. I got a lot of vices. 
Well, I'll say this. So I haven't drank caffeine in six weeks. But in the middle of my Wyoming trip, I had one effing doctor, can of Dr. Pepper that was Russell's. Uh, and we got back to the truck. We had some lasagna left over from my wife in the cooler. And we were like, hey, let's eat. Let's finish this. And then I'm like, oh, man, it sounds so good. Dude, I was fucked up for the next eight hours because I had caffeine. <laughs> it was, and it wasn't a good, like I wasn't feeling good. It was just didn't yeah, sit right. Didn't do well. And I'm like, okay, that was, that was the sign that I need to keep Dude, it. I'll that. drink three cups of coffee in the morning and I'll have a monster in the afternoon. <laughs> you sound like my <laughs> See, I drink, it's probably, it's probably equivalent to two cups of coffee. And then I get to work and I always have like a Celsius yeah. or whatever. So yeah, I'm definitely caffeinated by the time I get in, the, in my bobtail. Yeah. And then of course you, I went and shaved my beard, so I look like a twelve-year-old. <laughs> that skinny, he does. Skinny twelve-year-old. Did, did you hear this? Yeah, he does. Did you hear this story? So, to just to let the listeners know, Nathan fucked up trimming his beard, and he had to shave it. Okay, he hasn't <laughs> it shaved. Unfortunate. Has, hasn't shaved in how long? Ten years. Well, I, I haven't. Sure, I've trimmed. had a beard for ten, to, almost fifteen years. Right, and I'm yeah. seeing. I'm talking razor. Like you had to take a razor. I to took your a razor. I finished it off with a razor. Yeah. So he. <laughs> He picks up my daughter, and Amy picks up his son, so that way they don't have to wait through two, two lines. Two different schools. Yeah. yeah, two different schools. Brinley wouldn't get in the car with him because she didn't That's think it was awesome. him. <laughs> Dude, I'm, not, I'm not shitting you. I'm in my car. She knows my car. I wave I wave her over. She danger, looks, danger. She looks. I have to roll the window down. I'm like, Brinley, it's me. <laughs> oh, I'm going to Nene. I swear to God, I thought the teacher was going to be like, uh, sir, sir. That's awesome. It was hilarious. Was, can you imagine him getting yanked out of a car and arrested? All I did was shave my beard. Dude, I'm not kidding I'm you. I'm not a pervert. I promise. I, I am not kidding you. This last week of my Come life candy. has sucked so bad. I did not, first off, I didn't realize so many people knew I had a, like, would actually notice me without a beard. Like, I'm not shitting Dude, you. Dude, I'd be the same. My way. daughter's softball team stopped warming up. <laughs> and one of the coaches is like, Bennett, is that your dad with you? <laughs> In front of everybody. I'm not, I mean, every parent has asked me, like, what happened? Where's your beard? Um, I walked awesome. by one of the coaches on my son's football team. I walked by his wife in Walmart and said hello to her. And she kind of was just like, hi. hi. Didn't know who you were. The next day, she's like, I am so sorry. I did not realize that was you. <laughs> Are there like, just like a bunch of five foot two guys, like, <laughs> running around? <laughs> I'm like, is, do I look that freaking different without a beard? That you did. It was pretty, you did look pretty, pretty It was pretty drastic, man. <laughs> it was pretty drastic. And I look like a 12 year old prepubescent boy. It's it's starting to come back. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is six days. So this time next week, I'll uh, I'll be back, baby. <laughs> but uh, it's been a rough week. My daughter's like, I don't even want you to come to my games right now. You look horrible. <laughs> <laughs> she looks hideous. <laughs> can you, well, can it's we a dude. <laughs> Can we say you got COVID so you have to wear a mask or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit! But, but anyway. do we want to get into it? Yeah, yeah so get let's get into the trip to Colorado. You guys scurried off to Colorado. Our trip. Um, so normally it's eight of us. Mm-hmm. This year five. Mm-hmm. We were down uh, Albert, who is our uh, I don't know how you would call it. I mean, he's a chef, camp cook. Chef, camp, chef, camp cook, camp chef, camp. He's kind of just holds the, holds down the fort while we hunt. Yep. So that's uh, a luxury we did not have this year, which was uh, strange for me because I've never been out there without him. Right. Um, so we missed him, and then we did not have Obviously, uh, Nate, Nate or yeah. Russell with us. 
So that was odd. Russell's went different places before. Yeah, like but two two or three years ago, yeah. him and Brandon went to New Mexico. New Mexico. Yeah. So we kind of changed up everything. We didn't take our normal camper out that we always use as our kitchen and no, everything. We, so. we took one trailer. Uh, we yeah. were able. We only took three side by sides. Uh, Nathan was gracious enough to let me borrow his, so me and Brandon rode it. I think everybody rode it. But uh, at one point, Tom, <laughs> yeah. that's what she said. <laughs> When is the last time you've opened up that trailer, by the way? Opened up? The camper? The one that didn't go. Yeah. I got in it before we went and got, like, I had to get stuff out of it so uh, before okay. we went. So, that's good. I'm like, yeah. if we take that next year, he's going to open that up and it's just going to be like I don't know if it's a family of rats. I said, we got we to do some repairs to that bad boy. <laughs> I don't think it's real. Oh, it's, it's, in, it's, it's stored in a heated and cooled shed. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was at your house. No. But getting out there, uh, didn't have any drama. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Roger had a brand new truck, so didn't have any problems there, except for I was brand new truck. That thing got some of the worst gas fuel mileage I have I ever think, seen. I think it did have to do with how we had it loaded, though, because we changed it. It was a little better, I think. By half a mile. Really? That's all it changed. And that trailer is, I think, I think it's what too. mileage, how, what kind of mileage did it get? Uh, Nine, eight. Ten? It was, no, no, it wasn't even 10. Never hit 10. It was eight and nine. Duramax? Duramax. Like I said, three side by sides. You know, it had and it the, was in the trailer and the bumper, trailer. bumper pool trailer. Bumper pool. And it was it's a big trailer. It's a it was fourteen yeah, thousand it, pound trailer. It's made for like hauling like skid a skid steer. steer sort of thing. And we had a lot of tongue weight on it. We had so two it, side by sides up front, literally side by side. Yeah, and then yours right in between the axles. Mm-hmm. We kind of switched it up on the way back, but anyways, we didn't have as far as truck troubles, which is a, a win because we've always <laughs> oh no we had, did. We what? did. What? My truck. The old Coyote Caddy went. That oh, was on the way back. That was on no, the way back. No, it did it on the way there. But it only did a What, did you lose power? There. Yeah, I dropped a... I ended up... Long story short, I ended up dropping a cylinder. I have a, a coil pack or a spark plug, one of the two going bad. And I uh, would, if I got above like 2,500 RPMs, it would drop the number three cylinder I think it ended up being. And so it it still made it, but I was running that, on That didn't five. happen until we were through the pass and like we were going We were down. almost to our like final town whenever right. it happened, but it was like a blip on the way out there. Like it, it happened and it went away. Uh, so on the way back, it, it became a bigger issue, but yeah, but it was good. It was nice. Cause you it's, weren't really, it's not a trip anything. to Colorado unless the truck has a problem. I mean, yeah, think of that period. You're hauling a lot of stuff and you're going on some crazy altitude changes. It's I'm gonna, telling you this right now. That was the best part about my Wyoming trip. Yeah. No freaking trailer on that truck. Just drive. That's and and like the pass you go through, the quote unquote pass we went through, was like driving down one of our gravel roads compared to freaking what we yeah. you know you go through in Colorado. It was just like, oh, this is it. This is what we had to do. Right. Okay. That was nice. I can see that. But uh, this year we usually have a base camp um, down at the bottom of the mountain at the trailhead. You could say off the road. Off the road, essentially. This year, we decided since, you know, Albert wasn't going to be there, you guys weren't going to be there, we're like, let's go stay up on the mountain. And we had a particular spot in mind. Like, we, Andy picked out a few that we wanted to get to. But Which I'm we, glad we didn't go to the, some of the farther ones. Right. But we get there, and keep in mind, our unit went to a draw unit this year, which there was a ton of ticket tags left over, so it didn't really matter. But we got there and trailhead was pretty much empty what was there two trucks there 
So it was it was confusing because we didn't know what was happening yet, but there was like a camper there, then two trucks, mm-hmm. and like a trailer was dollied down. Right. So we're like, all right, there's some people up here, but nowhere near what there usually is. And it's, there were some camping spots along the way that were, were full. Your normal major camping spots were full, but we've been out there in years, and it's every nook and cranny is somebody. Right. It wasn't that bad. Not near the amount of people that we've seen in the past. Yeah. So that was nice. We got the camp, the number one camping spot we wanted. Uh, I stepped in cow shit as soon as we got there and got out of the truck, and I was in my Crocs, and it got like in between like the fucking <laughs> holes and Dude, stuff. It was immediate. Like he got out of the truck and stepped in it, and it was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, well, I fucked up. So I had to put on my boots super fast. That wasn't great, but whatever. Oh, and so, and so everybody knows it was. So it was you two, Pat, Pat Brandon, Brandon, and Raj. Raj. Right, my dad. Uh, and then me and Russell went to Wyoming. Right. Obviously, Brandon, Pat, Russell, and Roger aren't with us tonight because yeah. all of us are busy as shit. Nobody can get together, and uh, we just figured we'd do it ourselves. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah. Me and Andy can Give cover us Colorado. Circumvent and... the, the guys having to deal with us for the night. That's right. right. Uh, so, but, yeah, get our camping spot that we wanted. Um, <laughs> which my dad doubted that we could do it the right. way the way – I had decided like we should. We bought a trailer for <laughs> that the trailer YouTube. looked like it wouldn't make it up my driveway. <laughs> and, hey, don't be doubting. That's right. Don't be doubting. We how, bought a, how far did it make a it? A Rubbermaid trailer. Uh, hang on. So <laughs> three side by sides. We hauled up a uh twelve by twenty Lacknack tent, a blackstone grill, several coolers, five bows. Five bows, uh, you know, bow cases. Six totes, um, six or six, eight totes. Six totes, cots. I mean, we took all we of it We took camp there. up there. I right. mean, like, not a small camp. We weren't roughing it. So we took this little 15-inch wide trailer, and uh, it honestly worked out all right. We got a couple totes on it. It was like an extra bed, for, you know, of a side-by-side. We made it li- – it's literally the halfway point, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And there's a creek crossing. Well – I know that one. Going going up there, we really didn't know, but there there was a 15-inch wide bulldozer, which was badass, by the way. Yeah. That had been kind of reworking They've the trail. They've ma- been maintaining it. Well, maintaining they were at the that trail. crossing, but they hadn't redone that, that crossing yet. And so as soon as you go through the crossing, there was a little bit of a, like a rock step almost. You had to get up. So, of course, my side-by-side climbed right up it, and I kind of eased into it, went to pull up. I heard it go, pow! <laughs> Shit! <laughs> So I can't see the trailer. Like it's small enough, I can't see it behind me. So I like lean out, and I can just see it just dumped over. And it, the trailer was a dump trailer, but it was a Rubbermaid trailer. But literally, it's it made, made by Rubbermaid. It's <laughs> plastic. Yeah, shit was plastic. There's this little rod that broke that held the trailer down. The, the the width, like the thickness of a pencil, probably a pin. Yeah, 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 pin. yeah pretty much. It snapped, and the trailer is just sitting there. Luckily, I was just like past the creek, so it wasn't in the water. <laughs> yeah. We literally. I'm bu- surprised it made it that far. Oh, it really? made it the rest of the way because we bad, rigged that thing, that thing up. We we took a bungee strap and as tight as you can wrap a bungee <laughs> strap around the tongue of that trailer. Did it, and it made it. It made it a few more up trips. there. Down yeah, it there. made it. It made so it went up. We made two trips up, back, and then or two trips up. Yeah, it made it both up both trips up, and then one trip down. I think we used it yeah, one trip down. One trip down because we went the night before. Yep. How much did that trailer cost? Hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Well worth it. My daughter has a new trailer to pull behind think her. Well worth it. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of funny. Like the second trip. <laughs> so <laughs> Andy's bad. by himself. He's in front. He takes off. Me, Which, me, again, I cannot see the he trailer. He can see nothing. 
Me, Brandon, and then Pat. We're on the other one. We got our own loads. We're, we're loading stuff up, and Andy's already left. So we take off, and we get past the halfway point. And then all of a sudden we see Pat's in front of me. He gets, he stops, he gets out, and he picks up a water bottle. Like, oh, okay. Goes a little bit further, stops, so, gets up, picks up a water bottle. <laughs> this goes on for the next Andy's leaving mile. crumbs. I don't know. Was that a 36 pack of water? It was a 40 pack of water. <laughs> a 40 pack that of I had water. strapped to the, like, I put a cooler in the bottom of the, of the wagon. And then I, there's no room in the cooler. So I put the a case of water up on top and I threw a, bund- or a ratchet strap over top of it. When I left, it was completely solid, oh, yeah. encased was, in plastic. I mean, it made it a long ways, but it didn't make it the last half a mile. Dude, I pulled in to the camp and I got out and I like, I looked for, I was like, man, where are they at? I got out, I turned around, looked at all my stuff. I went, Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> There's like maybe twelve out of forty bottles, <laughs> bottles of water so was, left. So we had to stop at one point. Uh, I think either Brandon or Pat got in the other side by side, and they just I just drove beside him while he walked, and we just threw waters. The, in. the floorboard of Nate's side by side was, was just, level full of bottles just of water, full of water, dusty, nasty bottles. <laughs> That's but, hilarious. Uh, yeah, that was the only. My bad. Yeah, this fine. is some of the. This is the first time I'm hearing a lot of this stuff, so this right. is hilarious to me. So, I mean, obviously we set up camp. Uh, that went great. I, lo- I love that spot. The yeah, spot was, was perfect. Nice. It was, I think I know where you guys are talking about. Yeah. You definitely know. You definitely have seen it before. But uh, it was out of the sun. Like you didn't get any sunlight. Nice. It, but but it, if you yeah. wanted to, you could you, walk ten yards and be in it. The, right. Everything. The tent. All of our food. Everything was out of the sun. We put, hung a tarp. Kind of kept everything. It was yeah. It was great. Great camping spot. Um, and so that was Friday. Opening day started Saturday. Uh, we decided we were gonna hunt. As, we pretty much hunted as a group the entire time, which we'll get into that. But uh, opening day, we get up and uh, looking back, I feel kind of bad. But we decided to hit the gnarliest hill that we know of. Mm-hmm. I don't feel bad. Yeah, you uh, that was my that was honestly my plan for him. Like, well, so my dad's sixty five, had a little bit of knee trouble going uh, before he went. So he also knew that his time hunting was going to be limited because the more physical activity he does, the harder it is on him. It, yeah. His he has a I can't remember what it's called like anymore. There's it's a name like for it. It's a cyst behind his knee. Yeah, and oh, shit. It, and it swells, and then that cuts off circulation to his lower leg, causing it to swell, and it also messes with a nerve that runs up to his hip. So he was fine for a while, you know everything, but uh, he knew that as soon as he started, it was going to be tough. So yeah, I mean, you did start him off. We went up. I mean, on that, we, me and him, it, me and Dad had talked about like we're going to put all of our eggs in a basket and roll the dice because usually we always we know the first couple of days are your best, which right. damn near worked. It, uh, yeah, I mean, wasn't that day one? Yeah, that was day one. Worked. It worked. No, it definitely worked. <laughs> so he, we made it up the hill. It, it killed him. You could tell it hurt him. But I mean, he. It tough. was a solid hour. It's a solid hour climb. And I say climb. It's a climb. Well, yeah. it was with him. It was. We did it a few days we later. We did it in thirty-five minutes. Thirty days later, minutes. but I will never do it in thirty-five minutes ever again. <laughs> yeah, you get the fucking retarded. Jesus. I about were, passed out when I got to the top. <laughs> yeah, you were like trying to prove something. I was like, <laughs> I'm not trying to die up here. But uh, yeah, so we get up there and we kind of do what we've done in the past. We all kind of spread out. And, you know, do a little bit of cow calling. Andy's gotten really good at doing the bugles. Do some bugles, and sure enough, we hear a bugle a few hundred yards away. So we kind of – and Andy plays to him. First thought is, is that a hunter? 
right? Yeah, no, sure. Yeah, but yeah, you'd listen to it, but that one it was right off legit. the bat fairly legit. And, you know, we're not in open – like, it's not like drainage to drainage. Or like, we're on in we're a on timber. A we're on a mountaintop yeah, timber. Mm-hmm. And so if you could hear an elk bugle, in my mind, in my opinion – I'm 500 yards away. Like that's in my mind. How if I can hear him, I'm 500 yards. I'm not, you know, this open area. It's pretty dense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's what we did. We heard him, and we he responded a few times. So yeah. we decided, okay, let's cut the distance. It's early opening day. We got one bugling right. So you know he's not real fired up. So we cut the distance to probably 300 yards. And same thing. He's still working. Okay. Let's keep going. Push again. And it felt like he was kind of trying to scoot away a little bit. Mm-hmm. But – and then we kind of hit that wall. Like, we got – you know, you hear him talk. You get into their <coughs> into their window or whatever, yeah. into their circle, and that pisses them off. So – So, there for a minute, yeah. like, there's five of us, right? So, the those four um, – I was bugling, so I kind of tried to drop back to where I wanted him to come and let, let – play the wind and let him swing it down into him i almost think and we, we've talked about this with like with the, uh, my dad and brandon there's two mm-hmm. and i really think there was there's one lower and one higher the higher one actually came down for a minute and then started to go back up so we we kept pushing again we closed it within 100 yards like you could tell okay it was like shit we better stop. Like that's this is far enough. Because yeah. it was starting. You could start feel it in your chest a little bit when he bugled. You felt it. Like mm-hmm. he was right there. He, he was probably he was within a hundred yards probably. Mm-hmm. You just couldn't see him. Yep. And so I had I had kind of hung back there for a while, and it was you know working, working, working. I felt like, and you can't talk. You're you're far enough away. You can't talk or whatever. I can kind of see everybody, but everybody's watching, making sure this bull didn't come running in, so you're not looking at each other. I felt like he was going up. I did not want him to be able to get above us and look down into us. So I kind of moved up with him. Well, instead of being behind them, I became, I was, I was right next to, to everybody. We were almost in like a line. Yeah. Like up the mountain now. Right. You were yeah, above he, them. He's up, I was above he's up them top every, and we were, were probably 50 yards in between all of us, maybe. Something like, like that. And then just the way it worked out, like me, then it was me, Pat, Roger, Brandon was at the end. Just with how the terrain laid, I had to get me and Brandon, or me and Pat and Brandon, or me, Pat, and Roger were within 30 yards of each other. Yeah. Pat was pretty much right behind my shoulder just because trees were down, had to work our way around. So, take over. No, I, yeah. So, so we got, I mean, we pushed in close enough, and it was like, okay, we all knew we had to kind of stop. Like, we're, yeah, this is it. Um, two years ago, in the same spot, I got into an elk and, that interaction, I completely botched and messed up, but it taught me. I felt I felt like it taught me a lot. One was whenever an elk can't see you and thinks it should be able to, I got barked at. Like they they bark, so I was like, well, shit. If that works that way, why wouldn't it work the other way? Why couldn't I want to see him? Now the turntables have turned. The turntables turned, turned in the <laughs> tableish way. So I barked at him and then chuckled. And then he let off this, growl. this bugle. <laughs> and at the end of the bugle, instead of going into a chuckle, he went into like a growl. Like he was pissed. And then chuckled. Pissed. And as soon as that got done, all of a sudden I just see legs like stomping. 
and he is at a run through the timber looking for me. And he runs in, I'm going to say to 25-ish yards, and stops. And I can see his eyelashes blinking. And he's behind enough little stuff that I was like, okay, one, I'm pinned. He's staring at through me. I can't move. I'm down on a knee. He's like, oh, shit. Okay, he doesn't have my wind. He doesn't know where I'm at. I start getting nervous like I'm busted. I'm screwed. But then all of a sudden he turns and just screams one more time and just bugles right in all – I mean, he's – all of us can see point, him except yeah. for Brandon, pretty yeah. much. Brandon's just Brand, down there. Brandon, Brandon <laughs> What's got, going on up there, guys? Brandon was screwed the whole trip, I but, think. Well, <laughs> Brandon also, I, I think he was pretty close to that one that we thought were lower. He right. kept saying he thought something was going to come up from below him. Yeah, yeah. So there was that. But anyway, he so he, he just screams. I'm like, okay, so he's not spooked. If he's bugling still, he's not spooked. So I just freeze and don't move. He's like 60 yards from us, 20 he's to 30. 20 from, from me. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm lo- I look over at my shoulder at Pat. I'm like, you fucking seeing this? <laughs> he's like, he's right there. Yeah, I see it. I'm like, okay. I just want to make sure I'm not, blo- you know, I'm not an idiot right now. This I, is a crazy. I, I want to draw so bad at this point in time. And I'm, I'm just staring, but it's staring right at me. He turns his head and just starts walking downhill, which I'm like, shit, he's going to walk right into all four of them. Mm-hmm. Shit. There was like two small gaps. I would have had to st- stop him. <coughs> And draw all at the same time. And I just kept telling myself, he's walking right to him. Just let him be. So I. Oh, you fucked that up. <laughs> he So he starts walking. Talk about your all-time backfires. <laughs> and I guess like, what we'll to share this part because you have a perspective of this next part. And I have a perspective like of, of what happens and when. So he starts walking right to them. Mm-hmm. And so, like he says, walking. So he's. I'm in line. Pat's behind my right shoulder by five yards. Roger's behind that. So he's walking right towards me. I'm the one that's going to have the shot more than likely. He gets, I don't know, he's probably around 50. Nah, yeah, around 50. And he's walking right towards me, but he's got some, there's some brush in the way. I had to move to my left just a hair to get to where I thought I could get a shot. So I literally take half a step and he looks right up. But as soon as he looks right up, Andy lets off. What'd you do right there? I just so that's I. I mean, I'm watching him walk away from me and walk straight into his lap. And as soon as like I knew, I, I was guessing Micah was drawing. Like I can't see Micah. He's behind honestly a deadfall stump. Like the whole you know when the stump fell, and uh, I'm guessing he got caught drawing. I just see the elk pick his front leg up and pick his head up real high. Like, like oh oh shit. I just happened to have my bugle tube still in my hand. I was, it's luck, really. Mm-hmm. I immediately just turned and put it in the ground, and I chuckled again. And after that, I was facing that way. So right. So he. So as like I said, as soon as he he had me, I'm froze. Andy does that, and he immediately turns his head, and he kind of goes. And I'm like, okay, I draw. As soon as I draw, he's open. Taking, he's t- doing a hard right, going to work his way back up towards Andy, or at least look towards Andy. And when he does that, he goes in front of this big-ass tree. My fault, I thought he was about 40 yards. He ended up being about 30. But anyway, so I draw, and as soon as I draw set, I wasn't going to let happen what happened to me and you a few years ago. I was like, smack. <laughs> I was like, draw, Trigger. set, pin, bam. Yep. I hit high. I hit him. I saw the arrow go. And my left to right was great, but he it was high. But I'm like, ooh, okay, okay, might have top lung, high lung. So that, yeah, thank. At this point in time, I can the elk takes off running back where it came from, right in front of me. I can see the arrow in it, 
And so I just start bugling again as hard as I can. It actually stopped again. They, I don't think you guys could ever see it when it stopped. Uh-uh. It stopped probably 60 to 70 yards from me. But I could not – I would have had to take like three big steps to get a shot, and it was looking back. I was like, well, shit, he hit him. I'm just going right. to stand there and bleed. Like stand there, you mm-hmm. know. Hindsight, I probably should have like took another step and tried to send one. But mm-hmm. it stood there and bled for a while. We, I mean, we found the blood and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, so we do that. Uh, we get together. We're stoked. I mean, we think we're going to oh, find a dead elk. Pumped high five. You know, we we find blood, and we're like, okay, let's just stop. Let's as soon as we as soon as we find blood, let's stop. Let's take a break. Eat we're some eat, sandwiches. Yeah, eat some breakfast, whatever. And so we gave it, I think, an hour and a Which half. Which is nine o'clock on the yeah, dock. Yeah, it is. Yeah, early morning. You know, God plenty dang, of you time. Guys just started. So do that, and then we get up and we start to track. And there is what seventy yards of blood, maybe, yeah, and it's far. where he stopped was the biggest blood, mm-hmm. and it was. I took a picture of it. It's about the size of a softball, yeah. maybe a football, and it's bright, bright red, bright like red, meat like meat blood, meat blood. But we tracked, we did our due diligence, and after recapping everything, uh, we just think I I hit too high. I mean, I hit too high. Hey, I just got into the meat. Even a, after blood stopped, like we we spread out, we gridded, oh, we yeah, looked, we, we grid, and like we spent several hours looking. There was just nothing to go off of. Mm-mm. Once yeah. the blood dried up, I mean, we we kept on looking. We like you said, we spread out, went the direction that he was. We think he was going, and me, Pat, even on later on that afternoon, yeah, me, we, Pat, we split up. And we kinda, split up and tried to cover more ground. Uh, we stopped a second time before we split up and we're all sitting there. This was about lunchtime. Oh, I forgot about this. (laughs) We were sitting there about lunchtime and we've been sitting there for a while and we're all, we all took our naps. We had adrenaline dumps. Everybody kind of passed out. Took a little nap. Yeah. So (laughs) I was sitting there, I was sitting there with my dad teaching him how to use Onyx. (laughs) And all of a sudden, all of a sudden we're all in Andy's like elk, 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 elk. A cow came in. 30, 40 she yards. She walked 30 yards from Broadside. She was right broadside for me. If I would have had my bow in my hand, and obviously, you know, if things would have worked out, I could have shot her easy peasy. So, all, all of us. All my, of us had I a left shot. my bow 10 yards away from me. <laughs> right. Dad's like, is on the backside of a log. He I mean, can't reach back and get it. <laughs> yeah, we've been talking. At one point, Brandon stood up and <laughs> grabbed his bow. He just never had a great shot. He was about I, to I send wasn't. one 70 yards to the timber, and we're like, don't do it. I wasn't going to shoot anyways because I didn't know for sure. Like, there was, you still, know you had still, a, there was still yeah. a chance that we might, um, you know, find mine. Uh, then we split up. Me, Brandon, and Pat, we kick up a bedded bull. How good of a bull was it? The, the he was a solid – he was a five-by-five solid mass every elk i've seen up there has been like real spindly kind of a raghorn kind of raghorn yeah this one mass he had a lot of good mass too real dark thicker like a milk chocolate yeah real dark horn ivory tips sort of thing i mean he was a gorgeous bull i mean biggest one i've seen personally his body just wasn't super massive but he had a good rack on him good rack so that was pretty much opening day yeah i think dad and i got it there was another and then you had uh, bugling Oh, but, the same day. But yeah, that was late, late afternoon, and there was with his knee and everything. There was no way we were going after. As like, I say, so where, I, where it was bugling from, what happened? Lost cause. So after opening day, then Roger was pretty much shot. He his he, knee was hurting yeah. him pretty good, so he he took the next day off. Yeah, was that the day we went up top? Yep. 
we went up top well we called up top it's kind of like the middle of the, the where two trailheads meet mm-hmm. it's takes a while to get there even from where we were at mm-hmm. uh found some campers right there where we wanted to go <laughs> we have yeah we have our like religious spots we park our side by side yeah start our hikes but there was, there was someone camped literally in that like where we normally park so we're <laughs> you like, guys are like well, what do we do with our hands yeah. right. so we're like well crap but in years past me and andy and pat we found some different spots to go into uh so we went in there i think we saw i think you saw five elk total i saw all together yeah yeah i saw three one was a bull and we were just walking <laughs> they ended up yeah. walking kind of you know par- paralleling us and we Which, just, that was a whole shot. nother like yeah. i had the cow like i had her she walked through a perfect shooting lane from me had her but as soon as she was about to walk in the shooting lane, I think it was Pat said, there's a bull, there's a bull. Yeah. And literally 20, 30 yards behind the cow coming up the hill was a bull just trailing her. It's kind of a raghorn. He was smaller, definitely, but legal. Oh, yeah. Would have died. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> All would have put an arrow. So why I did this, I don't know. But I got, I, I, I put my, I was drawn. I let down, got my rangefinder out and started ranging where that cow was walking. Well, when I pick my eye up from my rangefinder, she's staring at me. <laughs> like, well, shit. There's also three other guys right behind. Like, everybody right. was drawing. So, yeah. there's a I, lot I, of movement. I, I didn't draw. Ones. I was like, I'm in the middle. I'm like, I'm going to let somebody else play this one <laughs> out. Well, the bull stopped right before he got into the shooting lane. And the cow had already walked through the shooting lane. So, we're like, well, shit. So, we're all standing there. And the cow, she knew something was up, but didn't know what we were. And so, she just turned and walked straight away from us. Well, instead of the bull following her up and then turning, he did the same He thing. just kind of 45'd it and trotted away and never presented a shot for anybody. Yeah. That, that was pretty much that day. I can't remember third day. Third day... We third was, day we kind of took a break and that, then, no uh, that was when there was like forty fifty mile an hour winds I'm pretty sure wasn't there yeah I think I think it was one of those third, third or fourth third because, or fourth because yeah, like we woke up me. and like it was bad like it was scary being in the woods yeah <laughs> just because I, so we stayed at camp for a while and then like we kind of split off that afternoon we kind of went we and, did we or we went for a little bit. And went and me and Brandon went out and we never saw anything. That's when I was jacking around bugling from camp, wasn't it? I think so. Maybe. We were probably jacking around. Was that the same day? Anyways. That's the day you called. Yeah. When it was windy. Yeah, probably. So yeah. No, it, no probably. That yeah. that's what it windy was. Well, and then we got back and we were all and we were cooking dinner. Was that the same day? So I think I think that was the day that we kinda of slept in. And it was about a little after seven, and I went to the bathroom, went to the shitter that morning. Mm-hmm. I think that happened the same day. I think it was that same day, yeah. And uh, on the way back, I look up, and my eyes are still kind of sleepy, a little tired. And I look, and I go, what the f- What is that? Is there a horse out here? And I start like, oh, shit, that's an elk. There's an elk literally like 80 yards in closing, just head down grazing right behind our camp. So I take off running. <laughs> we're, we're all still in bed. Everybody's in all bed. All of a sudden, Andy's on his knees, sticking his head through the window. Shut the fuck up, Pat. Shut the fuck up. Pat, shut the fuck Dude, up. He's, he's still asleep. Logs yeah, so he's, hard. He, he's he is snoring it. so loud. So I, I sit up and what the hell's going on? And I look, just, I look over at Pat, and Pat's like, 
What, dude, man? because about the fourth time I said, Pat, shut the fuck up. <laughs> he doesn't wake up. And my Ro- dad looks at me like, what? I was like, there's an elk right here. So Roger. My dad straight sits <laughs> up and just smacks the shit out of Pat. <laughs> shut up. He's like, shut up. There's an elk. I was like, what? Smack him at in the face? Dude, I, don't even, I think he hit him in the legs. But like, right. that's all he could reach. But him and he, when I say he smacked him, he swung hard. Shut up. <laughs> So my bow happened to be like right outside the tent. <laughs> I got it open, got it out. Micah walks out and he's kind of looking. I start walking down the side of the tent, and about that time, like start to get close enough to actually see and do something. It picks its head up, and it's a freaking spike, <laughs> of course. Which is the only thing in Colorado you can't you can't shoot, shoot. right? So it went on, and oh, that was kind of the excitement that morning. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't remember I what day it was. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck. There, there was nothing too crazy happened until the second to last day. But at one point, we were cooking dinner. I remember this. We were cooking dinner. We're all in our sweats. You know, I, I was cooking burgers. And also, I decided we needed a big fire. Yeah, you decided you needed a big fire. So he loads the fire up. And that was just popping like crazy. Just it was pop, green, pop, just popping. Pop, pop, pop. Got burgers sizzling. All of a sudden, you hear a bugle. I don't know, 200 yards away? They did sound Something like that. Shit. Like, we're like, oh my god, there's no. There's we, no we all just right like look at each other, like, was that real? Yeah. And about that time, it let off another one. Yeah, and like it was legit. It was a legit bugle. Like, there's no way it was a hunter. And so I turn the grill off real quick. I grab my bow. Everybody gets their stuff ready. Roger stays back and takes all the firewood off of He's the fire. He's trying to pick firewood off of <laughs> because it because it's just popping like crazy. And we go after this thing. We're all in our Crocs, our sweatpants, and sweatshirts. It, it was pretty funny, but uh, we never end up getting on him. But that that thing was moving because as close like, so I would let one rip. It would let one rip. Like it was answering me, but it was moving away. We get closer, it got farther away. Yeah. Like yeah. it was moving. It was like, away. I know what the fuck you guys are doing. Yeah. Um, so you you had a big old fire. Uh, you were going to build to recreate the. Uh, enjoyment from the year before yeah absolutely <laughs> micah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um i'm trying to think nothing really happened t- too crazy we saw elk every day except for one i think the very last day we didn't see an elk but see a dead elk. we did see a dead elk we were walking up we decided to go up the same willow ridge at one point and we as we're walking up we look ahead and there's two hunters on their way up and we're like ah oh, crap but we get up there, and he actually killed one the night before. He killed a cow. Him and his and him and his wife were up there, um, quartering it out and taking it off the mountain. Um, but the day before, that was on the last day. Didn't see any elk that day. But the day before that, we go up there, and we kind of play the same scenario that we did on opening day. We all kind of split up, do a little bit of calling. I think it was our second set, right? Second or third is about nine nine thirty. Yeah, nine nine thirty. Andy's doing his thing. I'm the only one that seems to cow call. Pat Dude, does it every once in a I while. I beat the shit out of a tree. Yeah, I raked this tree. I mean, I was. Yeah, I tore it, that tree up. I was chuckling and just kind of being a act like I was just like a. I tried to act like a small bull, mm-hmm. but like I was being just being an asshole. Right, mm-hmm. and. I could see it. I don't think Andy ever saw it come in, but I, I could, could hear something. And uh, Pat's to my left. 
Andy's like to my left, right, I guess you would call it. He's kind of like in front of me, past kind of behind me to my left. And I look up the mountain a little bit, and I could see antlers coming through. Never heard anything, but I could see antlers. And see, I could hear. And that's when I looked over I and, looked and, over to Micah. Like, and then I could, I, I, once I saw him, I could hear him. Like, yeah. I, But I just saw a quick glimpse. And he was coming right towards Pat. Uh, Pat's not here to tell a story, but he's down on his knees, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> And he works around, I think he said it was, what, 32 yards? 27. 27 yards. The bull comes around in between a gap, two trees, facing him. He sets his pin, buries, loses his arrow in a frontal shot. So he shoots him frontal. Arrow disappears. We're like. Knocking all. I mean, gone. Just gone. So we're like. Dead elk. That's a dead elk. So kind of we find the first blood. And we track for a while, track for a while, and we're like, okay, we got really good blood now. Let's stop. Did the same thing. We stopped. And then we started looking more and more. And I think we tracked blood for around 400 yards or so. And it, he's in the deadfall area, and it's, like, sprayed in, like, a circle. Like, he got in there and, like, freaked it, out. It was so weird. Right. It was just the way – like, it didn't make any it, sense. It was like he was looking for a place to lay down because he ran. He walked over here, you could tell, and then and then he walked over here, and then he walked over here, and then it – like, he was getting wobbly and going back mm-hmm. and forth, and I don't know. But – But the blood started getting a lot darker. Like, it got, like, thicker, darker towards the end. Yeah, and we're, something had to have plugged the hole. Because we couldn't find blood anywhere, and that dead, that we know for a fact that elk is dead somewhere. Dead. Oh, yeah. there ain't no doubt. And about we, it. we tracked that thing the rest of the day. We grid searched up and down. Seven hours we tracked that thing, and uh, we never found it. Like me, Andy, and Pat, like we, I'll never do that again. We scaled. Not look this, for an elk. They called a. It's a what ridge. You guys did. We scaled this ridge, and it's I don't know what type of angle that was, but. You, it's something that you probably should have had climbing gear to do, just how <laughs> steep it was. Luckily, we all had sticks. If we wouldn't have had sticks, no and way. I threw my, I threw my, everybody threw their bow like on their pack. Yeah. And if we wouldn't have had sticks, we wouldn't have been able to do it. Like it was just so steep because we, we were thinking the direction more than likely he dove because they always bed on those sides anyway. So we're like he dove off there. He's somewhere dead on that side. We scaled the entire thing from that point to where we come in out and it was i mean it was terrible i mean that it, it freaking one point in time i slipped and when i landed i probably slid 15 feet before i stopped yeah like, like I just it, got, it's bad i couldn't stop there was there was there's was one or two times where i'm like if my feet give out i'm dead like it was just bad 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 but uh yeah we never found him uh sucks man uh we look because because we know that one's dead the one you shot i don't think died no, I think the, he probably made it. The one Pat shot, it's that dead. that elk died, and that's just, I mean, you know. The bad can, part for Pat, like, with Micah, he knows what he did. Like, Micah knows what happened. It was a screw-up. That is what it is. With Pat, I can't go back and tell him, man, I would have I would have done this different. Right. You know, right. I would have done exactly what he did, and we still oh, didn't get a dead yeah. elk. Yeah. Like, we still I mean, didn't recover the elk. That's, that's the uh, unfortunate truth about hunting sometimes you know and and we we could be like you know some of these hunting shows out there that only talk about you know the ones they kill and how awesome they are but they don't talk about the ones that they injure or whatever happens and you know unfortunately 
that's what happened. He, and he executed it, wasn't it perfectly. And no, yeah. I mean, and nothing, obviously, we didn't see the shot, but I believe Pat. I would, I would like to know where it died. Oh, I would love because, to. because, yeah. like, you'll never know it unless you guys somehow like find the deadhead next year or some shit. But what's crazy? Like, we're talking to the guy that had that shot that dead cow. The last day we went up there, we that's looked, why, we went up there a second day and looked again. That's why right. we went up there the last day. We're like, maybe we'll happen. Stumble we're we're gonna it. hunt. Look, like, what if we walked right by him? Right. right. Yeah. We we kind of went through we went through the same area we tracked because we even I mean we hung ribbons just to track where you know follow the path like uh, we'll get a you know an idea we went back to that same area and kind of spread out again <laughs> and just make sure we didn't leave any stone unturned type deal didn't find it but we talked to that guy that killed that cow <laughs> two days before he had found a bull and him and his wife quartered it out and carried it down the mountain packed it up called game warden. And I guess they told the camp, if, you know, that, hey, we found this bull up here. You guys know of anybody. It had been a couple of days since they, you know, did it. Got a phone call. Where was it? California. Kid, they were from. A kid from California shot it the day before. It was like five miles away. I think it was a gut shot, if I remember right. I thought he had a single lung. I thought it was good. I, I could know. be wrong. Could have been both. Yeah. Regardless how tough they are i mean this By bull made it miles miles away yeah, i think i think he said seven miles from where he, he they can he kind of the guy showed him and it was around like seven miles in a straight line in a straight line yeah and that's not how up, they go <laughs> up a mountain down a mountain up a yeah. mountain down a mountain sort of thing so yeah. i mean they can they can cover some ground if they if they need to so that pretty much sums up our trip yeah on the way back my truck had some more trouble but yeah, it made it home. It made it. Everything, yeah, yeah. It's it was one of the best worst trips ever. Yeah, I was gonna say. As far as hunting, hey. as far as hunting pressure goes, those were the only hunters I saw. Well, like legit, I, like legit hunters, like saw them on the mountain. There was a few I, I around. Bu- I bugled in a guy that that one day we took off. Um, I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> he came a long way. And uh, were you Tom Brady the shit out of that guy? <laughs> yeah. Except Doug Flutie's Tom Brady in our group. But uh I got to a point to where I if I was an actual elk, I would not come down from where I was. And so I was like, okay, why should I now? You know, if so I stayed there and I had the bench, I had the upper upper elevation. Mm-hmm. If this was gonna be an elk, it was gonna come to me. Um. Well, it came, but it was not an elk. It was a, it was a dude. <laughs> yeah, you talked to him. No, we tried to, and he did, he wouldn't come up there. He's like, "If you guys, yeah. I'm going home." We we were still a good ways up above him. Like he came from hundreds of yards away. What is your name? <laughs> yeah, Ezekiel. Oh, the the you crazy Ezekiel? thing is, like literally, like I think I feel like everybody like, universal like three cow calls like real fast. You know it. Okay, yeah. like hey. Well, I did that, and he bugles at me. And I'm like, no, dude. So no, I did it again. Like I'm like waving my arms, like, and he like bugles again. And I'm like, I did everything, but finally yell, like, I'm a dude. <laughs> hey, you guys. Right. Uh, we did have like the mountain that we, you know, we always go to. We never even stepped foot on. It. Well, that, I guess you, that that is kind of throws did. me off. They kind of did. did. Yeah, we they to, did. We went to the, the old honey I hole did. once. Yeah, I didn't didn't even go over there. We did notice two. Uh, there was two four. It was being hunted. Yeah, somebody was I'm staying sure. up on yeah. there, which uh, it almost always is. I mean, right. 
but uh yeah so that was different yeah the back side of that mountain with that trail going up it just right that trail needs to not exist uh, the nice. mountain would change yeah nice. but yeah so i mean we saw elk every day except for the last day i think and uh, we did see a dead one that guy cornering out but it was a lot of fun we pro looking back we probably should have split up a little more and probably covered, helped probably would helped. Elk. yeah probably would have covered some more ground but you know it is what it is sounds like you guys had a great time i mean oh yeah i mean it's outside always of the we got unfortunate turn of events at one point we we're sitting underneath the camp <laughs> or we're at the campfire and we're looking up and i don't know who spotted it first brandon brandon he's like what the hell is that in the sky and so we all look up and all of a sudden this string of lights come flying <laughs> you know coming by and we're like oh wow that's crazy and brandon he freaked out. Dude, he like, got, like he, he, he yeah, was well, he was I'm, legitimately. I'll let you keep cons- going, but I also freaked out on the phone with you, <laughs> which was funny in Wyoming. But, but anyway, keep going. So it drives. You know, Andy pulls out his phone. Somebody else pulls out his phone. And they're recording it, and we're like, "What the fuck is that?" And it was like twenty lights. And Brandon, he kind of freaked out the most. And then, like after a little bit, I'm like, "I don't know." We were like, "That's got to be the Starlink." You know, it's got to be something we haven't really heard so of. So, first, of course, we're, like, going through and, like, all, you know, being crazy. Oh, aliens, like, the, the, look at those dots. Like, they're, they're getting farther apart and closer. And how many are they? I count a 20-something. I count an 18. I count. <laughs> so, we can't get count them. We're trying to figure out, like, they're moving fast. Like, what what is it? And then, finally, we start talking. Like, hey, what's logical here? Like, what's <laughs> oh, a satellite? Well, it's too low to be a satellite. It's so fast. Like, right. So we we end up think we thought Starlink maybe, but we had no idea what Starlink looked like. Well, and I'd never even heard of it. Yeah. When I was talking on him with the, on the phone, which we'll talk about that. You ever heard of Starlink? I had not. You didn't know what Starlink was? No. Until okay. So anyway, yeah, we see that. That was pretty <clears throat> funny. And but so we noticed what time it was the the recording, and we'd look, and it came like two minutes later every night. Every time. And so we could watch, and so. And it also moved to the. South. south yeah and so it moved south a little bit so but we'd get up and we'd hey yeah, there it is it was kind of it was pretty cool to see and obviously once we got back to service we we're like yeah that's starlink that's, for sure yeah. <laughs> you know a lot of people got youtube's freaking out uh but so it, it was a lot of fun it was a good trip uh i really enjoyed staying up on the mountain instead yep. of staying down below uh, but I mean, we ate good. I mean, we our, Dude, our that menu, little Blackstone. Yeah, money. Blackstone's the way to go. Our menu wasn't very diverse compared to what we. I think we had burgers two times. You had burgers, it, tacos, tacos, burritos. I mean, it it was good. It was good. It still sounds pretty good yeah. compared to what I ate for three, uh, four straight days at one point in time. Yeah, which was not a single hot meal. Yeah. So uh, you want to cover yours? We thought we were going to have hot dogs. But I left I was, those in my freezer. <laughs> I was pretty pissed about that. Like I was so stoked. I was, I was looking like, for a good wiener. We had pulled pork. We yeah. had pulled pork, and we had some soup. Yeah, we can't beat that. Way good. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, uh, Wyoming was not as good as Colorado was was to you guys. Which we were kind of. I was kind of shocked. Yeah, uh, I uh, thought you guys were just gonna be having, ass deep. Yeah, elk yeah. in your face, bugling. You're just going to run into them around every corner. That's what we thought, too. That sort of thing. Uh, I mean, so we get there. uh, We actually got there Sunday night. Sunday night? No, Saturday night. Sunday night. Sunday afternoon, excuse me, like at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So we get, like, to the mountain that we're going to be hunting. 
And we're like, well, fuck it. Let's just go up tonight. So, mm-hmm. like, we put our camp on our pack or our backs and we start walking. Well, we didn't make it as far as we wanted to and it started getting dark. And we had never been to this place before. So, we're like, dude, we got to find somewhere. Well, lesson number one that place, there ain't no flat spots there. So, like, we are damn near in the dark and we finally find this spot that we're like, this is where we're going. This so gonna have to work. We get our little camp set up, which is basically a one man tent for each of us, and we hear a bugle right before dark, right at dark. To our would have been east. And we're like, sweet. They're here. So next morning we get up and we hear a bugle. Same area. So that's the area we were gonna go anyway, so we start working. And this is the first part about why I'm gonna suck ass. The freaking blow down there was so, like, all the trees there compared to Colorado are smaller. They're, like, younger trees, and I don't know if that causes them to blow down easier, but it's just, like, it almost looks like somebody started building a log cabin and then just quit halfway through a wall in, in spots. So, like, all of a sudden, me and <laughs> Russell are just in this blowdown hell. And this mountain's so much more different than the mountains, like, we hunt in Colorado. The two main ones that we hunt. Right. Our faces, right? Like, it's a face with mm-hmm. benches. No fucking benches there. And nothing but drainages. And the drainages are steep. So, like, we're in this downfall. And we're like, I, I want to get to the this drainage. And we can, you know, sit on the edge of it and see if we can see them working up. We get to the edge of this drainage. And I'm not shitting you. It's like a crater like what is those things called an abyss or whatever like looking down that the Mm -hmm. drainage itself and you're like well we're not crossing this like how the hell are we going to get over there so we get like dejected for a minute we're like dude let's just sit down take like a break or a nap because we have to get back out of this and we just climbed over these freaking log cabins down here so we're sitting down i'm actually sleeping and i start getting hit in my leg and on the other side of the drainage was a bull. 60 yards. I didn't see him until he was probably more like 80. And he's just working up the drainage on the other hmm. side. So Russell Cow calls to him real quick. And he stops and looks over at us or our direction. Good bull? Very good bull. Yep. Bigger, biggest one you've seen ever? Biggest or? one I've seen in person. Yeah. Yep. And uh, turns his head. Keeps going. Also, Cal calls again to him, and he doesn't even give it attention. Hmm. And we're like, well, that's good. That was our first morning. So we're like, shit, this is going to be great. Um, (laughs) I'll do some Cliff's Notes version. So the rest of that day, we didn't see shit. The next morning, uh, we end up like having to – we left our tents and our camp, quote, unquote, where they were, which was kind of a mistake. Because then we had to freaking get back there that night. Mm-hmm. And that was hell. So then the next day, we get out. We take our camp with us. We hunt. And uh, we took... We both had three liter um, water bladders. And then I had a liter. So two more liters of uh, Nalgene's. And Russell had similar to me. So about five liters. Russell ran out of water at the end of day two. Mm-hmm. So we're like, fuck, we got to go get water, get back out of here. And we couldn't find water. It was dry there. 
Couldn't find water anywhere. No sign. Like, saw him, but no sh- – like, I never once found a fresh pile of shit that entire trip. Hmm. It's crazy. So, we end up busting out of there that night and getting back to the truck. Sleeping in the truck that night. And got up the next morning, and I took seven and a half liters of water on me. Russell took nine. And that's the part that we weren't prepared for is the weight our packs weighed when you take all the shit that you have and how much nine liters of water weighs. Right. And uh, so that time, we hike all the way in to the backside of the mountain we wanted to face. We wanted to circle this whole mountain. And we finally find a spot that was flat enough, and we park it. The next day, the next morning, um, we get going, and there's a burn on this mountain. There's about half the the north face-ish mountain is burned. And half isn't. So we wanted to get right on that transition of where the burn and the mm-hmm. non-burn was. And we do. We get over there. And that's where I found the deadhead that I brought home. Uh, right on that, like right before that transition, we find the deadhead. I'm like, sweet. So I make a few phone calls, seeing if I can take this thing. I ended up having to meet with a guy with uh, Wyoming Game of Fish. And it was an $8 tag and got to bring it home. It was almost in perfect condition. Yeah. Still had ivories, all that. So anyway, we get to this burn, and now I've got this elk on my back, this skull and rack on my pack, with all my shit, and uh, we find a wallow on the the burn, right on the the very beginning of the burn. So Russell sits up on that wallow for the night, Mm -hmm. and we were going to meet back, well, we were going to try to maybe meet up or just meet back at camp if we got separated too far. Well, my, my plan was to get back to where there was a portion of the burn map on Onyx that shows that it's not burned. And I'm like, I'm going to get on that transition, which is kind of the opposite of where Russell is on the west side. And, dude, I'm not kidding you. At one point in time, I thought, I'm just going to die here. I just I literally didn't think that, but it was just like, how am I going to get out of this? Because the burn was nothing but just – it didn't burn perfect. Like, it, it didn't burned burn quick. Every- so yeah. all these trees were down. You got mm. trees that were like a little bit black, but then just on the ground. And so it was just all over the place. And you'd, you'd get over a pile of them and you'd be like, I'm good. And you just go, you'd look up and go, crap. So I kept climbing. I wanted to go laterally, but I kept having to climb around these, these downfalls. Well, I end up getting just under the peak of the, the mountain, basically. And so I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to go around the face and find a spot. And he says, he sees him. Our buddy sees him every night out in the burn. So I finally get around to the other face. And I was going to tuck up against some aspens, young aspens that maybe six foot tall at the most. Mm -hmm. And a, a tree that was burned that was still standing. And I could see probably 250, 300 yards all through this burn. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so if they come out and nest, eat some of this grass, perfect. I, I might not get a shot, but you see him. I'm going to see him. Yeah. And I get, and that's where I, I dropped a video. If any of our uh, listeners look at our, our Instagram, and I'm like, perfect. And then about that time, I hear a rumble of thunder. I'm like, you got to be shitting me. So I get on my 
weather app and there's a thunderstorm coming on the um, radar. And I'm like, fuck. So then I look and the mountain that is to my south is getting it already and it's heading my direction. And I'm like, and I'm out in the wide open, maybe 70 yards below the peak of this mountain. Oh, man. So I call Russell. Which was interesting because I could call right, Russell. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, dude, I think I got to leave. He's like, why? I'm like, I'm all the way over here, which for you guys, like. It's hard to explain to people. I probably was a thousand yards away from Russell at this point. Like mm-hmm. I was, all, we were no longer together. Right. And I'm like, dude, I got to get down. Like I'm out in the open and this thunderstorm's coming. He's like, yep, I'd get off. So I said, well, I'm going to go around the other face of this mountain i will just see you back at camp so i am like scaling this this mountain just trying to get off of it and i'm walking towards the thunderstorm the whole time (laughs) so i finally get down to where i can kind of get back into some timber and then the thunderstorm hits so then i just walk back to camp and find a spot to kind of camp or to hunt the rest of the night and nothing we don't see anything then the next day we go out again and this time we wanted to drop. So we do start dropping and we start getting rained on. So we just tuck up under a tree, you know, for a few minutes and it was more like an hour. And we kind of put our rain jackets on and just see how long. Hunker down for a minute. That cell goes through and we're like, we're good. And we look out across the, the canyon and it looks like, you know, like children of the fog or whatever that is that <laughs> like haunted houses. Yeah. yeah. That, that mountains is like disappearing. And then so the, the cloud fog, comes over to fog us. Coming in, yeah. And then it just pisses on us. Him and I are not prepared to be wet. So we both get pissed on for the next hour and a half, two hours. We're trying to get back to our camp and we're just soaked. Everything, I mean, the only thing that didn't get wet was my feet, which I was proud of my boots for. Yeah. And we get back. And so, like, we both get basically naked and get into our tents. And just sit there for the next five hours as it just pisses rain. Probably should have collected some of that rainwater now that we think of it. <laughs> uh, and uh, that's when I think I texted you yeah. guys. And Mike yeah. was like, start a fire. I'm like, <laughs> what, what are we going to start a fire with? And um, you, were, you were cold. <laughs> I'm so cold. Dude, <laughs> we, I, like, we, I was fucking start now, a fire. I was cold, but as soon as I got into my bag, dude, those, those sleeping bags. Dude. That zero degree bag was the best thing what, I what ever did. What sleeping bag is it? Alps. I think it's the it's an Alps mountaineering. I think it's the Zenith. Could be wrong on that. I need to look it up. I don't know. Zero degree. I have the same bag, and that thing is legit. Dude, uh, I got in there in just my underwear, and was shivering cold. And within thirty minutes, I was like, "Oh, thank God!" Toast. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're they're they're. It's a down. Yeah. A down mm-hmm. bag. So, that happens, and. So we finally get up and out, and I'm like, what do you want to do, man? We're not seeing any sign. We haven't heard a freaking bugle. Do we want to try something different? So our dumbasses think, let's go and attack this thing from the bottom. Because we're attacking it from the top right now. We're coming down. What if we attack it like we do in Colorado where we come from the bottom up? And we'll just do that in the morning. And we're like, yeah, let's do that. So we decided to pop out of there. We found out why nobody goes from the bottom. <laughs> so our buddy, who had kind of been helping us get ready for this, 
meets us. We get down uh, that night to the truck. We drive the truck around the other face of the mountain, and then we find a spot to park. Well, he he finds us. He's like, what are you guys thinking about doing? And we're like, we're thinking about dropping down this, which is like straight down, like down this, and then back up tomorrow. He's like, you guys do you, but you're dumb if you do it. <laughs> Working too hard. Yeah. And we're like, well, we don't have another option. We got a four-wheeler with us, you know, like we, we got to get to him somehow. He's like, okay. So Hindsight, hindsight should listen to him. Oh, my God. That's the worst thing we ever did. So I will say the night bef- that night we did go – we separated. I went and glassed that hillside, and Russell went up and over just – maybe 200 yards it was just straight up and straight back down he should have killed a, a cow that night he had a cow at 50 in closing and two other hunters left an hour before dark for some reason and when they started their razor with their raven crossbows <laughs> nobody laugh um it spooked that cow and she just kind of like as soon as she heard that she just ducked into the timber and walked a different direction mm. and russell's like she would have come right to him and by that time there was nothing we weren't shooting. Right. It was anything right. legal yeah. is dying. Can you shoot spikes up there? I think actually we did check it, and I think you could. Right. But uh, at one point in time, we weren't going to because we weren't positive. Right. But I'm pretty sure spikes were. But anyway, that was the only thing I might have had to thought of, mm-hmm. thought about. Anyway, that next morning, we do that. Dude, it took us five hours to make it one mile. Jeez. Like we went straight down first into this drainage, which, and when I mean straight down, I'm talking like what you guys are just, I mean, just straight down. And then there's uh, a river, a creek running through it. And then you're just straight back up and then straight down and you're straight back up and then straight down. And then the, you don't think of all the freaking downfall in some of these some of these drainages so i mean the elk could be in any one of those little pockets oh yeah any of them so anyway we finally make it to where this old two track comes to the this point of this knob which is where they drive their four-wheelers to five hours takes them five minutes to drive right so anyway we get to the bottom of the mountain and we start working up and now we know why nobody hunts it from the bottom up Cause it's just, it's, it's like straight up and down your, my face is in front of ground mm-hmm. and then it's downfall all over the place too. So like you're trying to get over it's like a ladder. It sucks. Well, during this, I step over a, a, um, piece of dead timber and my foot lands on a piece of quartz covered by moss so I thought it was just dirt, and as soon as I hit it, boom, my ankle just snapped straight to the ground, and I I tumble like a you know bag of potatoes. <laughs> and so I tighten my boot up real quick, and we're like, what are we going to do? And we So we keep trying a little bit, and then finally Russell's like, dude, we're not going to get out of here in the daylight with the way you're walking, and we are at least like four hours from – like back to where we are. So we decided to go back out a different way and get to that trail, the old two track and walk it two or three miles down to the old, the road 
which is where our buddy was camped. Ah. And then he would take us back. Yeah. So we get down off the mountain to the bottom, and then you have to go back up what we thought was no big deal to the two track. So we get down out of the drainage, and we're like, now all we got to do is get to the two track. And we get out of the timber, and we're like, oh, God. <laughs> it's just, it's like wide open field, too, which is nice. Hot as shit, though. Hot as shit, but it's wide open, and it's like this. And we thought we were done. And we're like, fuck. <laughs> Long story short, we make it, but I had to hike probably like four miles on a bum leg. Oh, and then I then. think it was also my bad leg. So it was my, my knee that had five, has had five surgeries. It was that leg. Yeah, so it probably, my knee started hurting too. Yeah, it probably irritated everything. So we finally, long story short, we get back to his uh, camp, and I call you while we're waiting for him to get back. Yeah. And he's going to drive us back up to our truck. And I'm sitting there talking to Micah. It's about eight, whatever. Yeah, it was dark. And I look up in the sky. I'm like, what in the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, it's a, f- a bunch of green lights just like moving through the sky in a row. You're like, that's Starlink. I'm like, what the hell is Starlink? <laughs> so he's like, oh, it's the internet. It's the thing. Russians. It's the, what are you, who, Elon Musk or yeah, whatever. Elon. You should have told so, me it's the Russians. <laughs> yeah. He scared the shit out of me. Oh, you didn't hear? <laughs> so we had dinner with our buddy that night, and then he took us back to our truck, thank God, because that would have sucked. Um, but yeah, other than that, my truck got attacked by a bear. Uh, that's like the best like the story of the whole trip. The best part. I know, it was yeah. pretty cool. We came down off the mountain the day we got wet and cold. When we got back to my truck, my my side view mirror was knocked, and I'm like, "What the hell is that?" And whatever, I just kind of put it back in, and I noticed a bunch of like smears down the side of my truck, and I'm like, "All right." And we actually get in the truck and drive away, and then we stop like a quarter mile up the thing just to get our shit out and have a little more room to do stuff. And I'm like, that is weird. Why do I have all these scratches on my truck? And then about that time, I look at my fender flare. I'm like, dude, Russell. (laughs) And he had taken his claws and just went right through the plastic. Yep. Then about that time, Russell sees two snout marks on my camper shell where he had had his snout just up against it looking in. And then we also found um, broken glass on my running boards, like shattered um, glass from... Like if you took and shattered your yeah. window on your truck. I'm like, what the hell? But none of my glass is broken. So I'm like, I wonder what had happened. Well, come to find out, there was another truck at that trailhead, and he busted out that guy's window. Oh, shit. And he had it on his paw, and when he was up on yeah. my truck, it just was on my truck. So I got away really lucky. Yeah, you did. Uh, that he didn't do more damage because yeah. i know that bear i saw a picture of him or a video of him my buddy chad was after that that bear 450 pound beast Ooh. like so it was like you could tell from the snout yeah like, that's, that's not a I, little bear yeah. like huge and so he could have fucked my truck up because <laughs> hmm. good, good thing he was full i guess yeah i guess uh and then like i said so in a nutshell i saw one elk on the first morning my truck got damaged and i fucked my leg up there's Wyoming. My truck did good, though. That was the only silver lining. Like, I didn't yeah. have any tr- vehicle troubles. That's nice. That was nice. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, but that was the elk trip for Missouri Woods and Water. 0 for 3. You were hoping to go back because with yeah, your tag, yeah. you could go back for rifle, but it just didn't it's work out. It's not going to happen. We got some shit going on with our family um, in December. 
and I'm worried about time off, and so just not gonna work out. I uh, I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah, so I'm gonna, I'd nice. have to take off like a minimum of two days, probably more like three. And uh, I don't even have a rifle for an elk, and I'm sure I could get that done, but I just don't see it happening. My daughter's softball playoffs start this next week, so even I won't even know if I could go until if they win or lose. Mm-hmm. It'd be like a last-second thing, so I just don't think it's happening. Which sucks. But yep. it is what it is. So that's the elk stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, whitetail-wise, it, it is October 8th. Um, Andy, I, I don't think you've been hunting yet. Nope. Uh, I went – one time the other night mike has been a few times been twice uh, i went to our new place that me and you have yeah um the reason i said i was excited when i left a little bit early that night was i didn't spook anything coming in i didn't spook anything leaving that's why i left just a touch early because we were concerned about that because it doesn't have it's not a great a- access access yep. place uh I was super stoked about hunting. Uh, we had that cold front move in. You know, you're going to hear this on, what, the 12th or something? No, the 9th, 10th, 11th. You're going to hear this on the 11th. And we had that cold front move in this last weekend. Friday night. I should have hunted Friday night because that's when two two of my shooters – I got two shooters over there that I want to take care of that I would <laughs> like to get an opportunity at. Both of them came – underneath stands you know they were right there at the fringe as far as shooting light goes um i opted out to not go in the morning because he was there at like four o'clock in the morning too so i was like i don't want to go in there and spook him out if he's bedded bedded somewhere i'm like i'm just gonna wait till the evening went that went saturday evening didn't see uh kicked up a few doe going in and i saw an ass of something at one point walking through pretty sure it was just a doe so it was pretty uneventful honestly i should have went saturday yes you should have went saturday you should have went this morning all week weekend should have went this morning because uh my my brother and well my nephew my brother's been taking my nephew hunting i think this is his second year going and they just haven't had any luck my brother he's only got like 13 acres uh to hunt and it just doesn't get a bunch of traffic so i call andy up Andy's wanting, and it's doe season. Uh, Andy's wanting some does taken care of on his spot because he is overrun with them. And so I called Andy, and he's like, "Yeah, go ahead." I was like, "Yeah, I'm, you know, I'd like to take my nephew out there." So me and my brother, we went out to Andy's this morning. And as soon as we pull into where you park, there's a doe standing right there. So automatically, my nephew's like, "Heck yeah, that's awesome!" <laughs> so we sit, we got there super early, so we sat in the truck for a little bit get out we go set up and we're just we're just doing like you would a coyote hunt we're sitting right. on the edge of a field looking over this you know it kind of goes down into the timber so we really don't have like a good setup over there yet because i just got done right. shelling the corn out of that field a couple right days over there it it worked i mean it obviously it worked but uh yeah if you wanted it'd be nice to have like a blind mm-hmm. or something for that sort of thing but no it worked fine so we get out there and I think it was like five minutes before legal shooting. Like we had a doe run 20 yards right oh, beside damn. us. Yeah. And so he, he was stoked about that and it, it, it breaks daylight and we start hearing something like about 200 yards away. And we're like, dude, that's, that's bucks fighting. So I get my binoculars out and I'm watching these bucks and they are going at it. 
like hardcore fighting, like bam, bam, and they look big. I'm looking at them through binoculars 200 yards away, so I couldn't tell how big, and they were locked up most of the time. Like they weren't separated at all that I could see. And I'm like, dude, those are some big old deer. So I text Andy. I'm like, dude, I'm watching two bucks fight in your field right now. And he's like, holy crap, I got them on camera. Yeah, they're so, right in front of the camera doing it. So they were fighting right in front of the camera. Got to see that. My nephew saw that. That was awesome. Uh, we did have some does come out at like one 130 yards, but they were kind of on to us. And there was kind of a terrace, so it wasn't the best shoot shooting area. You know, couldn't really get on them. Anytime they get on them, they'd kind of move around. So we're like, okay. They ended up leaving. And we're like, all right, well, let's move down closer to where if something does come out, we'll have a little bit closer, you know, we'll get over this terrace so we don't have to worry about that just in case <laughs> we couldn't see something. So we get down there, and we didn't see anything for a while. Uh, that was We probably – so we thought it was done. Like me and my brother, we're just sitting there talking. It's around 9-something. And – sitting there bullcrapping and all of a sudden i see a head in this waterway and it's walking right towards us and i'm like oh crap this is gonna happen (laughs) so she comes out and uh she had another doe with her it could have been this year's doe but i feel like it was last year's it was because it was a good size one decent size but there was a big mama doe for sure and it it worked out perfect she came if i had to guess probably around 75 yards chip shot nephew did awesome he kept his cool he put it right on her hit her right in the shoulder uh she drops and she kind of scoots off uh she ended up uh, crossing the little ditch there ended up on the other side probably ran so she probably from where he shot she probably ran about 70 yards or so um but so that was awesome you know that was his first deer uh that's awesome yeah that's exciting really appreciate you letting me uh take them out there they had absolutely one of the best hunts i've been on and you're I getting a kid outside like that and outdoors like that so yeah it's yeah, just so special to be able to do that absolutely so you know we really appreciate that and it was just awesome it was a, it was a big old doe big old doe we <laughs> we filled dresser and then my brother had a scale she weighed 125 uh gutted so i mean it was a good sized doe yeah so. that's a huge bitch <laughs> yeah it, it was a lot of fun uh it was a good time good so now i'm just waiting on the next cold front and I'll get it back out in the woods. So. Yeah. I don't know. My, uh, I'm not being negative, but it's just, I think you and I were texting the other day and I told the story to Andy just before yeah. we started. You were like, oh man, I should have been out there. Here he is a picture of him. And I'm like, I'm happy for you. And I sent you a picture <laughs> of a spike, <laughs> like yeah. walking in front of my camera. Because <laughs> like, that's like... about what we got going on at, at right now. Uh, at the, the larger deer that you and I are hoping to hope get after. back. Man, he, he was, like, there every day in the summertime, and it's been, what, two and a half weeks since the last picture, which was Something then two like weeks before that. And Yeah. He he, he kind of disappeared on us. Hopefully he comes back. But, right. uh, yeah, I don't know. I got some other ones I'm chasing. I got two that are they're actually getting more consistent. Oh, and this is just – so, I before season started, I wasn't getting crap. Like, I was just getting a handful of does here and there. I mean, I'd get does every day. But sure enough, opening morning, I get one of my target bucks underneath my stand at, at like 7.30 in the morning. You know, just sitting there. Randomly. I, yeah, just randomly. He, I haven't seen it's God's it. way of telling I think you, you got to go open I, the day. I didn't have a picture of him for, I want to say it was like five weeks. 
and then he shows up on opening day. So it's just like, man, you're a dick. That's God's, <laughs> that's God's way of saying, oh, why aren't you out here, sir? Right. It's opening well, day. Uh, well, it was <laughs> opening day was on a Friday, I think it was. Thursday or Friday. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm sitting there taking the kids to school, and I'm like, are you kidding me? But Freaking uh, kids. Yeah, they'll do that to you. But, yeah, that's it so far. I don't know. We suck. We suck. It's early. Uh, yeah, it's, it's early. Yeah, it's a yeah, long way to go. White tail wise, you know, whatever. But I don't know the elk thing, man. It was just it was, so yeah. close for you guys, and then just yeah, giant well. letdown from our perspective. I mean, you know, we like we were excited about Wyoming. It's just uh, it's a bad spot. I guess. They weren't rutting yet. That's what pisses me off more than anything is we we specifically waited until mid September, right? To go out there, and then the freaking things weren't even running. Yeah, you were. I was thinking. I was like, dude, man, they're gonna be talking. They gotta be talking. It's you know that time of year, or whatever. But I guess not. I don't know. No, it was it was it was rough. But that's hunting. That is hunting. What's that? That them's the rules. Yep. So, so thanks uh, for listening to our elk trick re elk trip recap and some whitetail stuff there. Yeah. But you guys be safe out there. Wear your harnesses. Yeah. You know. Wear your harnesses. Shoot straight. Shoot Tag your us in your big big buck pictures. Or your toes. Whatever. Except except on or Facebook. Does. Should we should I should we say something about yeah, that? Yeah, I guess yeah, we don't have a Facebook anymore. Someone took it. Currently. I'm trying to get it back. I'm not trying super hard because I don't really know how to try. So if any of our listeners know how to get a freaking Facebook uh page right. back for a business, let us know. Yeah, it's still but there, but we can't log in. No longer a uh, admin for it because my all my shit got hacked. Yeah. Um and so we didn't lose our Instagram, thank God. They haven't done anything with it still. Right. Still just sitting there. But um, we went viral on Instagram. So that was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I have <laughs> two million views, man. I'm pretty proud of that. We're famous. <laughs> Instagram. Famous. We made it. <laughs> so some of the weirdest, like, that's the weird thing about social media I don't quite understand is like some of the weirdest shit. Not that yours was weird, but like what goes viral? You right. know what I'm saying? And, what doesn't is hilarious to me because like we'll we'll we don't try real hard but we've tried before like you know well we'll we'll do a cool reel yeah. or whatever and we're like i'm it super proud of it out. and it has like three thousand views total in 12, yeah. 12 months and then you'll, and do, then you'll do a dumbass like the one about my coat one yeah, year the vest it had like sixty thousand views I don't like, know, it's stupid yeah it's it's weird but, but then i did one it had two million <laughs> <laughs> so it's just crazy yeah but uh anyway yeah that's uh good luck to everybody hopefully if anybody's uh, out there elk hunting, I've seen some pictures of some guys out there getting some elk done. Yeah. Uh, so screw you. Oh yeah. Uh, congrats congratulations to, to you. Uh, is it Eric over there at working class bow hunter? He got his first. Oh, elk. I saw. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. He had a hell of a bull. So yep. congrats so, to those guys. Screw you, Eric. <laughs> I mean, congratulations, Eric. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm happy for you guys that kill elk. Yeah. Wish we could do that. <laughs> Must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> so. All right. Well, we're gonna go home. We're, we're gonna stop. Yep, we're you done. guys are going to go home. I'm going home. <laughs> yeah, later. See you.